0: What's up, WWE Champions Universe? Welcome to Champions Chat, the fastest-growing podcast dedicated to the WWE Champions mobile app. I'm Mosh, Rusty Graves, and with me, as always, the chase character Thrasher, Lee Brown, and we're the Headbangers. What's up, Lee?
1: Oh well, I'm I'm the chase character that nobody wants because uh, I'm not as good <laughs> as you. That's that's what you no. just said in that. <laughs> I'm the freebie. I'm the free to play guy. <laughs> Who's you're, clearly you're... better? Clearly better. In-game. I don't know that. Yeah, I have not though.
0: maxed the MLC yet, so I wouldn't know. Oh um, okay. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I think there's five days left, yep. and I'm still chasing solo points, uh, which I will actually be doing a little bit during the show trying to refresh here and there um this this every once in a while I'll play while we record I don't know if you can tell but if you ever see me holding my phone <laughs> and doing it I'm busted otherwise I just have my browser open and I'm playing the game a little bit wow wow
1: have you ever done secrets that? of a no I, well for one I'm recording on an iPad we are working towards uh me especially getting a little bit more official stuff like the uh, well it's on my screen it's right there on yours it's probably here or here but you've got that nice little podcasting microphone so this weekend I am officially going on a break vacation to Ooh. Wyoming we're doing thanks christ birth give fest <laughs> day because uh, this Saturday it's uh we wake up we're doing Christmas with the family lunchtime is Thanksgiving and then in the evening we're celebrating my my birthday because we're not going to be there for any of those actual days, so we're just doing it like one big day. So, right. right. So the podcasting mic is one of the big things because if you notice, I mean, obviously you can tell on the audio, mine is far inferior. No, to Rusty, I never Just noticed. like the Chase character, no one's is ever noticed. Far inferior to the free character. Nobody's no, ever noticed,
0: it's not. <laughs> it's not like it's not like I'm I'm on uh, XM HD radio and you're AM radio. It's not like it's that noticeable at all right well that's good i i can i can hear it but uh, no it was super noticeable whenever we had a third guy they had a quality that was jack oh man if you haven't heard that episode first of all go back and listen captain jack super cool guy british voice and he was a classmate of uh of uh, russell brand like kind of a famous actor and a a friend of him so it was really neat to have him on the show we actually have um like an archive of shows that I think hold up really well. Somebody told me the other day that they, that they've been just like replaying old episodes and that they haven't got outdated yet. And that the information that we share, because we started the show during the six star meta with flat gym trainers that like the in-game talk is still very relevant. So I'm very thankful for
1: that. Right. Yeah, we got about a year shelf life on episodes before we got to re, revisit concepts because maybe they've changed. Or Can you believe
0: we've been or... doing this since May? Is it May? Was our first episode in May and now it's the end of November?
1: I, I don't know. So five, five, six months, something like that?
0: It was during whenever the Piper Nevin preview was happening. Like that oh. was when we were just getting started. Whenever and we were I think our even our first episode was like announcing the six star meta had arrived yeah. and how to adapt to it how to prepare for it um and i think at the time of our first recording i had i don't even think i had a six-star superstar right I don't. how far we've either. come
1: how right? far we've
0: come but you know what lee we've got uh i think we've got at least 20 plus episodes under our belt by now but you know what we've never done an episode about what's that Probably the most popular format in the entire game called Feud. Can you wow. believe we've we've like touched on Feud here and there, yeah, yep, but we have never dedicated an entire episode to Feud. And so, if you're listening with us, let me give you the show notes for today's show. We're finally talking about Feud, and then we're going to talk about WWE TV if we want to talk Survivor Series, but most importantly. The return of CM Punk. Big stuff going on in WWE TV. Did I call yep. him Moe-impotently?
1: <laughs> you said most impotently, like the word impotent. Almost, no, 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 like no, no, that, no. That keep going. A, no, no, this, lift, pod, this is a PG
0: podcast. We
1: got <laughs> we got impotent we got isn't non-PG.
0: Mo- moving right along. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So maybe you're out there and your feud scores uh, feel less than – firm you know (laughs) and you and you want to give those a boost today we're going to be talking about how to get those up 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 into the right uh and i can just tell you as someone personally uh who used to average i think a really good feud score for me lee like when i was firing on all cylinders i was hitting about 20 million and i was like so stoked um the first time i hit 50 million in my feud war score. And I got uh, off of the prize wall. It was like, if you hit 50 million, you got a, a actual superstar, which was a flat gym trainer. I think it was Tech Stacy, And I was oh, like, yeah. it was like the crowning achievement in my feud career. Um, that's, that's at least to help our audience understand, like one of us, Lee, has been a proficient feuder, For a long time. The other, myself, has been learning how to maximize feud and how to become a consistent high-scoring feuder. Um, So yeah, what you got for us, Lee? Where are we headed today?
1: Well, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about some feud tips, but more importantly than that, uh, we have a conversation here with BDC1288 from the Toxic Mafia faction who regularly hits closer to 600 million feud score than just whatever the max is. So the max has been 50 to 100 million uh, regularly. So, so this would be a feuder who at least hits five to six times the max feud score. But first, right. let's, let's talk a little bit about you and I's journey. So you already mentioned... Uh, you know, 20 million was kind of your your top end. You'd say probably your average was in like the five range, five to ten million range.
0: Yeah, it was really paltry and uh and kind of embarrassing because I was I was like I would be like a influential member of the faction who just put up (laughs) really sad scores, you know? Yeah. Um so like my voice mattered, everyone enjoyed talking to me on Discord, we had a lot of fun together, and then it would come feud time and they would be like, the emperor has no clothes. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> this guy is terrible at this game. Why do we trust anything he says? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, yep. And, and at that time when we were in the Black Pearl faction, uh, I was one of the officers, you were one of the officers, but we would send out these in-game messages. And every time it was feud, I would send out the exact same thing that I copied and pasted from a notes app that was like, here's how to maximize your feud. So BDC doesn't talk about some of these because he's talking on the high level. So let me hit the, 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 hoi polloi, the, the masses that, you know, are going, man, if we hit 5 million, that would be uh, amazing. So right. first and foremost, biggest tip you can ever have in feud is get your darn promoters, right? Mm. Wait,
0: wait, wait. So when you say darn. get your promoters, you're talking about the IOW icons of wrestling superstars, that are feud promoters.
1: That's right. Yeah, your your powerhouse, Triple H, powerhouse, John Cena, um, I think it's Showboat Bret Hart, um, uh, Acrobat, Charlotte, Trickster Kane. Man, I'm doing the, this off the top of my head and I'm leaving the- And the out. very
0: elusive Undertaker.
1: Under, oh, of course I'm leaving, because that's the one I don't have. And my goodness, my powerhouse roster has become insane and everything else is secondary. And I imagine, don't have. Imagine if you
0: could get fifty percent more war score on your powerhouses, though.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to we're going to talk about that. I that's mean, what I'm, the Undertaker can do for you. I'm on that grind, uh, but the the trick is, I, I I hated the idea of grinding stipulations so much that I didn't start doing it till about two and a half months ago. So there it is. I have a year. You said ahead. it. You said it. Yep.
0: So yep. so to get the feud promoters first and this is from the i don't I don't know maybe my it maybe even a free to play perspective is get those stip tours uh yeah. um promoters to boost your stip so you may think uh man it's going to take me a year to chase this one particular feud promoter but if you get that iow stipulation tour promoter on your guy uh right let's say for example right heartbreak kid iow promoter he he boosts i think he boosts strikers right let's say he i I think he's striker i don't want to give the wrong is he a striker uh i think a striker and so if you're doing the red the red tour right and you got him on butch suddenly you don't need butch to be your most powerful striker you just need him to be your best red spammer and to have everything that butch does count for double, right? I think he even yeah. goes up to like a hundred percent, 150% more um yeah. stipped score. Uh so at a base, I'm gonna kick it back to you, but to say yeah, the road to the road to feud promoters actually starts or potentially starts on the road from the STIP promoters boosting yeah. that score to accelerate landing those feud promoters.
1: That's right. And in order to bump up your food feud promoters you need the tokens that are in the faction shop the gold the silver and the bronze iow tokens because especially the gold uh, i know we always talk you need to be getting the boss shop every day you need to hit the gold iow tokens every single day, every day. in every your day. faction shop cuz you never gonna have enough of them if yeah. you're listening
0: right now stop buying coins stop buying uh belts straps uh just all that Charlotte other gear. yeah you that's the yes that is, a distraction now, now hang on, and you're right, that might be fun to chase, but this episode, we're specifically talking about how to up your feud score. So if we say it's a distraction, it's a distraction from making you better in feud. And so feud, I just want to like yeah. be super clear about yeah. that. Like chasing those gear coins, like just don't if you're trying to be right. a better feuder, stop buying anything other than feud iow tokens and and boss battle, also say tokens. boss battle tokens
1: yeah agreed agreed so i didn't experiment this last feud the uh the it wasn't flash feud we all expected it to be um so normally it would be 75 million whereas normal feud is 50. this one was actually 100 million but there was a plate up for grabs so two conversations going on at once here but let me hit the sidetrack real quick is if you're maxing your feuds like there are some decent rewards at times at least there's striker tokens famously every stinking feud is striker tokens they're working Mm -hmm. on that i think but for sure there's things like plates now in there there's moment bags sometimes there's you know there's these things that you're going oh that's like that's whale level stuff for some people that feels out of reach for some people and yet this last one with that plate bag you could, have gotten, you could have gotten a Titan plate. You could have gotten pretty much anything except for the drip plate and the Ghostbusters plate seemed to be in there. So you're getting things that could literally change your roster trajectory for the foreseeable future. So, so know that that's what it is. But I did an experiment. Um, my best feud character, and especially this last time, is Hall of Fame Triple H. I've got the Piper plate on him. You know, he's guaranteed to hit. There's not really anything that nerfs his moves. He's always hitting at least 12 to 17 million turn one, period. So I can usually run through. Yeah, I see that face.
0: <laughs> that This is the opponent when the Hall of Fame Triple H pops up on screen. Yeah. It's <laughs> maddening. The double yeah. sub. He just subs you out, man. It's so no. frustrating, at least no, in no. Showdown. In Showdown.
1: Oh, like, okay. In showdown. Re- like red, hey.
0: yellow, green. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I just yeah, keep no, no, running into in, this uh, sub Triple H.
1: Okay. Well, so so if you're running him offensively, then you do the Piper Plate build. You, but like I say, it's un, it, it seems to be unnerfable. There's not a mode I've run into yet where I haven't started with my moves loaded. So anyway, the experiment to that is I don't have IOW Undertaker. He's the only one I'm missing. He's the only one that isn't at least pretty well leveled up. Uh, So that means that theoretically using Hall of Fame Triple H is a bad move for me because I'm not getting those bonus points. But after the initial bonus, you know, the first time you use the character, you get 300k bonus. So after that initial bonus was aside, I used Triple H for a couple feuds back to back to back to back. And I was still hitting around 500,000 per engagement per match with Hall of Fame Triple H with no promoters whatsoever. So now you think about that. If I were to have that uh, Hall of Fame Triple H where I would have the IOW Taker on top of him, you're talking seven, 800K per match. I'm almost hitting a, a million war score per engagement, you know, per little match that I'm doing within the feud with that one character. Now we're going to talk about some strategy that, you know, you spread out and do it a little bit differently, but that's if I was just using one character with a feud promoter against six stars that's the type of points you're getting just for that
0: and le- let me just say this uh put a pin in this we are going to come at you with a ton of information today it's yeah. okay to pause and back up and replay some of the things that lee will be sharing some of the notes that bdc gave us some of the questions i have like we today is a fire hydrant episode. So if you try to take a sip <laughs> and one listen, um, and that's actually what happened to my beard, Lee. I watched one, I had a nice full beard all the way around beard. That. I watched one YouTube video one time and thought suddenly I was an expert. It had a home groom my beard and I buzzed it way too low. And you know what I had to go do? First of all, I had to just trim it all down so that it matched and have just the thick goatee. But then I had to go watch that same stupid video about five times before I realized, Oh, that's what I was. That's what I did wrong. That's why I now look like an idiot that has a huge goatee oh. from 99 captain Lou. Going on, so
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if you put the rubber bands in, there oh, I'm just saying you can All pull it. Right. You can pull a Mario. I but back it.
0: to your note, I just wanted to say, you guys, today's episode is probably going to be one you got to re-listen to or re-watch. Okay,
1: that's right, that's right. So my notes not BDCs yet. His are higher level than mine, but but first thing IOW promoters, which means you're doing your stip tours, which means you're you know getting your stip IOW promoters up, at, you know, in order so that you can kind of keep going. With that, and the Undertaker in particular is only available on the weekend bonus stipulation tour that drops on Sunday and is available at least in in U.S. time zones. It drops on Sunday. It's available into Monday. It resets once in that time frame, so you can hit it twice, basically. But here's what you're gonna do. And I I, I may make a video towards this. Shout out to Merrick. Are we allowed who, to share
0: this? Uh, are we? These are like. Uh... This is kind of the dark side of the game. Are we allowed to share these hacks or not?
1: Do we oh, have yeah. We, we have a section on our YouTube channel called Hack the Game. Like, nice. that's where this okay. video is. Oh, no. Maybe, maybe I can, you know, if oh, I have the man. video on screen at the same time, we get some Twitch abilities going. But, uh, okay, so here's what you do. You go in for the, the weekend stipulation tours to get IOW Undertaker. You need two characters. You need Honky Tonk Man. And you need the, uh, Ac- or not Acro, Showboat. Um Oh, wow. Look at that you put a yeah put when a I did thumbs, thumbs up, up on
0: screen it, look at that you're in the, and then when I point too something else happened when i pointed yeah oh interesting this is mine just goes like
1: this and, yeah, i don't know we're, if we're this is going with... to
0: be in the video file or not but uh and if you're know. listening on audio you're like what are they what are they doing what the yeah. are they
1: doing? <laughs> all right so you need otis anyway showboat otis honky-tonk man um otis, striker honky-tonk man striker honky-tonk man yeah because otis beats the one that's a chaotic showboats Tonky Tonk Man beats the one that's defensive uh, strikers. And then what you do is this. You you go to whichever tour you have enough currency to get into, right? Because you got to get those specialty tickets, which you get from doing regular Stiff Tours and then buying them from the regular Stiff Tour shop. Then you go into the special weekend Stiff Tour. You beat whichever mode you can. Hopefully, it's at least the middle. I tend to just do the middle one. Um, But if you have enough, you know, prize or not prize wall, but tokens tickets whatever to get into the the hell mode one then you do that you do it one time just once then you go back into it with your currency with your tickets and you auto clear using only the lowest auto clear ticket because it gives you everything that you just did so it'll give you a repeat of your highest score so you beat it one time then you go back through and auto clear it as many times as your tickets will allow. And that saves hours of work, period. Like, thank you, Merrick's that saved me. That is why I'm actually doing the right. weekend stip tours now. Cause I just did not like having to spam them over and over again, but I can auto clear them. I'm good. I do it one time. Boom. And then I can just get the rewards over and over again, as long as I've got auto clear tickets. So, there's a hack for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you, it, until you run out of the currency for the event, right. you have to keep buying into the currency. Right. Um, Which is and, the Stip Tour. Yeah. And what I did, I don't know if this is was your path to it too, Lee. I, I unlocked all of the feud promoters that I could until all of my currency strictly went to buying weekend marquee stip tour tickets um so i unlocked the three that i could from the from the stip shop and now everything i'm i'm it's a laser focus now all of my currency is going into the undertaker chase and uh do you know do you know that you can actually spend those marquee coins during the week it's not just the weekend shop did you know that
1: I, I heard El Nino posted something about that, and I have not been able to find it's true. it since, it's and true. I've so, not been able to go back. So, so here's what
0: you do. I, I was like, are we allowed to you share? You got one for it. So, so, so if you just choose any superstar, right? Open, uh, go to your roster, go to any superstar of your choosing, right? And then once you have your superstar open, um, you are going to uh go to your entourage, like you're going to equip uh in uh, um you know a promoter in your entourage right so you've got to open your roster you've got to open your superstar you've gone to your entourage and you'll notice above um the promoter there'll be a button that says collection if you click collection you'll get uh does this even okay it'll it'll look just like this yeah. on screen right and if you go down to the undertaker you'll see the word find under him, and if mm. you click find, it will open up the Marquee Stip Shop. Today is a Thursday, right? So I can go in there and I can look at this. Ready? On a Thursday, just bought those Undertaker shards, and it nice. resets every every day. So at 19 hours, it's going to reset. So on Friday, I can do it again. I've got 3,000 Marquee coins, so I'm working on getting that Undertaker all throughout the week with all the things I've harvested from the weekend tour.
1: Booyah. That is awesome. I, I, I knew love something
0: that. about the game that leads in and no, let the record show this is <laughs> monumental for champions chat. <laughs> <laughs> it may never well, we'll happen sir- again, guys. It
1: may never <laughs> happen
0: again. <laughs> Because everything well, we'll else snip
1: I've, this out. So that everything that else really I've ever
0: discovered it. about the game, Lee's like, Oh yeah, I know. I saw that on Professor Stream like five years ago. And I'm like, oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> come on, steal my thunder. <laughs> so Davey back Goldy to you, Lee. That. Yeah. Goldie said it. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. um, no, no, that's that's the okay, so getting Undertaker, getting your IOWs, getting those on there, just think about the reality that they give you fifty percent more war score. You realize you pay if you're if you're wanting that otherwise you pay to get the feud steps to get that same thing so that's like that's that's just free well it's not free it's costing you grind to get there as opposed to costing you money but the second thing i have for you is your feud steps right every time they tend to give out two feud steps one of them comes through the portal usually Uh, It's typically one of the stamp claim rewards, and you have to claim the day before it. So you need to be on the stamp claims every single day. Make sure you don't miss anything. The other one is usually in the hell mode, the third node up as a CSS reward. So you do have to have that CSS in order to get it, but they tend, not always, but they tend to put it behind CSS that are fairly achievable for a lot of the player base. The problem is just it's hell mode. So you might not have that character built up. So it gives you reason to build that character up to win. Usually to five-star
0: bronze, right, Lee? I mean, usually Usually it's like a five-star bronze bronze build that (laughs) you can get. Cause it's not the final boss of hell mode. Typically it's usually like maybe two level two or three of hell mode tour.
1: Yeah. It's usually three and there's usually five. So it's kind of like right in the middle of hell mode, basically. So getting those feud steps, though, and equipping them, obviously, um, that's going to be one of your big things because that gives you 20% at least, typically more war score. And if you would like to spend, for those who are out there, it's 10 bucks. you get all four uh, and that takes you up to 50%. So you get a 20 to 50% boost. The next step that plays onto that as well is then your line bonuses. They'll have line bonuses. Usually the bottom row is somewhat achievable. Go ahead.
0: I have a step question, uh, and this yeah. is something that I've been learning in the game, is um, apparently there is a, uh, it's an in-game purchase only. It's not a portal purchase, it's only in-game, and it's called a weekly collector's, um, I think it's called the weekly collector's loot, and it comes yeah. with two loot coins. It comes with, I think, some sort of, but <laughs> balloons behind me just flew up on zoom. Um, so, so <laughs> we're, this is a very festive episode. Um, if you're watching online, I hope you get to see the balloons that just flew up. Um, so, so, so it's called the weekly collector's loot. It's got, it's, I think it's, I think it's $5, dollars America, 4 American, U S American. Right. And, and what my faction members have taught me is that if you buy that, it's usually it's a weekend purchase. If you buy it on Friday, And like you're getting the coin pulls or you're getting the loot coins and doing a pull. But if you do it every week at the end of the MLC for the flash feuds, I think you'll have all four sets of steps uh, or something like that. You get a huge bonus if you do that, which actually worked out for me. This MLC, I've been buying it weekly. And so for last weekend's feud, I had 50% war score boost. I had all four sets of steps and I want to say I had only bought three of the weekly collectors because of the way the calendar fell, but the other people were furious. Like, where's our steps? Where's our, you know, like they were, they were expecting, um, the stamp card steps that I was no longer dependent on because I had bought that. Are you, is that something that you
1: do? Are you aware of all of that or is that? I'm very aware of it. I've done it one time. It, again, this is back to our budget management uh, conversation. You know that is theoretically twenty dollars. This month it was fifteen because of the way it fell. It's possible that in future uh, events if if they go to feud being first and third as opposed to the last week, then it's fifteen. But either way, fifteen to twenty dollars, And you're getting that as a bonus for your other purchases. If it's 15 bucks, it's only $5 more than the $10 pack that has all four of them. So it's a pretty decent value. Um, It's just for me, I I have $60 a month except for special occasions. Like I save for Black Friday. I've got birthday coming up in December. So with my $60 a month, I'm buying the King of Kings pass. So now it's 50. Do I want to take another 20 from that and only have $30 for pulls? Polls are my favorite thing. So I don't prioritize that and I can max the feud with only two steps. Pretty, pretty handily, you know, but would
0: you say, would you say that's really good? It's a really good purchase for someone who has a, Mm -hmm. maybe a fledgling feud score and is like, yeah, I just want to be a big dog in my faction. Like, I just want to, I just want to (laughs) break into the top 10, top 20 in my faction. Um, I mean, is that, it feels like almost an auto, an auto pick, for somebody yeah. that's that's really desperate to get their score up.
1: Right. Yeah. We're not telling you to spend, but if you do spend fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, uh to to get higher on feud, you are thinking, okay, well, I'm not doing polls then because of that, if you have a budget like I do. But like this last round, if if they had put the plate that I got on the prize wall, I would have expected to pay a hundred dollars or more for it just right. for that plate. And functionally I got it for well, I got it for nothing because I'd maxed the feud without him. But but I mean 15 bucks for that plate would have been well worth it.
0: Do you know why I'm smiling so big right now? I just remembered right. that the loot coin that I got on that last collector's pack was the one that I pulled Judgment Day showboat Finn Balor on. So it was Ugh. a single pull from the $499 right. collector's All pack. Right. So not only did I get 50% Uh feud score, I got my best showboat on my roster that I immediately YOLO to the moon and was able to use that week in feud. So it was like, yeah, baby. One for one for the little guy, Ah. one for the little guy, you know, it was so cool. It was so cool.
1: Well, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not jealous. and, And this is not in retaliation. In oh, any no. Way, because you got the showboat Finn that I've been chasing. You're going here. Uh, you? Maybe one of us on a single poll pulled striker Cody this week. I, I don't yeah. know which one of us that was. That you, Rusty?
0: Was maybe one of us is awesome uh, and has <laughs> the world's best luck, and the other is charlie brown constantly kicking the can down the street hoping something good's gonna fall his way
1: <laughs> i know i was kicking the can but uh, no, no i got i, I got cody i am
0: rhodes. the can kicker sir i, I am would the trade can you kicker. my cody
1: rhodes for your showboat finn my, my showboat army sucks it used to I be would my gladly best class, take that
0: trade. like i would take that trade in a second so if anyone from our if our friends at scofley are listening like if we could do <laughs> in-game roster trades the champions yeah. chat channel supports that move we are all for it you know
1: <laughs> well it gets at slippery slope fallacy time if I know, you know your uh, know. logical fallacies ooh that could that could really screw up the economy of the well, game because but then if you, you would have let collusion
0: because collusion is a real thing so somebody could yeah. just give you their best right. thing for nothing it's almost like fantasy football right there'd have to be some sort yeah. of like approval system that it was a right pr- that the trade was, was commensurate a trade. and fair yeah yeah
1: yeah think about grant camping like last month we talked about grant camping 2.0 which was better than grant camping the return um, but like think about that. So many people opened up new accounts just to do those loop pulls and decide if they got a really good character, if that was going to be their new account. Imagine if you could just open up account, do free loop pulls when they come up like that and when there's glitches and errors, and then all of a sudden trade. Like I think from Grant Camping, the big win would have been Invisible Cena. Like imagine you got Invisible Cena on one of mm-hmm. yours and you just trade it to your main account. Then like you're not supposed to do that anyway. Well, the, but if, like multiple accounts but, 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 but if, if they're both yours
0: it, if they're all, yeah, i think if well okay i, I see, yeah, it. I, see again, it I see what you're saying i see what you're saying it's
1: slippery slope fallacy but it's not it's not entirely a fallacy but it that's one totally of the, screw up the one dilemma
0: the with this game is that when we want good things to happen but not <laughs> be exploited to ruin right. the game like exactly. like that's where we have this catch 22 you know if you will yep. that like we want the community to prosper greatly and yet right. not ruin the game itself. Not for it, yep. not to collect for the building, not to collapse in on itself, you know? So, yep. so it's a, yep. it's a, it's a dilemma for sure. It you gotta is. be generous. Yeah. And affair. I can understand why they don't yeah. allow it. Right. Sure. It makes sense. It would screw like, up so much last night. I even said, I wish I could play the game on, on two screens cause I could do my showdown on my laptop and then I could be doing these tours on my phone and like, yeah. I'm sure that would create, right. Then you're getting double feud points and right. that would be completely unfair. So there's gotta be, yeah. yeah like
1: what's fair? There has fair? to be limitations. Yeah, for, yeah. Sure. for sure. So back to your point. So your steps are your second big thing, whether you buy them, whether you get the free two of them. Now, if you talk about, you've got your promoters, you've got your steps, then the next thing is line bonuses. The bottom line is, fairly accessible to most it's not always but right. usually it's close right like usually that's fair the middle line bonus is usually inaccessible to most and then the right. top line bonus is just if you got the weekend character you know congratulations you you get a you get an extra bonus and all of those add war score percentage boost so mm. 10% on the bottom usually 20% in the middle 50% on top as of this Recording. So now let's talk about you've got a maxed out feud promoter. That's up to 50%. You've got your steps. That's up to 50%. And let's say you fill the middle line. That's 20%. So now you've got 120% for doing the same exact thing that you were already doing with the same timeline you were already doing it in. You're doing 120% more doing the same thing. So suddenly your time became more effective, efficient, and you're getting it done faster.
0: It's like an old, the old dad phrase: "Work smarter, not harder." Right? That's right. Like, like you're really yeah. making your roster work for you, and, and it's the same. Basically, the engine is the same size. If you're using like a truck's towing capacity, right? The engine's the same, yeah. and yet you're able to haul exponentially more cargo. You're able to move right. so much more war score along yep. with the same size truck you've been driving this whole time. But now you're playing the game um, with a level of, I would say intelligence, but also truly investment. You're investing in yourself. And that's where I was a very poor feuder because I didn't like feud because I lost a lot of the times because I hadn't made the investment in my roster to win feuds. And I did, and I broke a lot of the, etiquette which we'll probably talk about but i would just jump into a room with somebody with a talent level way greater than my own and wonder why am i getting slaughtered why am i getting whooped yeah 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 it's because like yeah because the uh, the algorithm is saying my uh talent level should be about you know a hundred thousand k higher than it actually is and some getting (laughs) handed the l's so
1: right well, let's let's switch. Maybe this is kind of a community spotlight, but but not quite because we are going to have BDC on it sometime. But BDC1288 sent this list of three plus some bonus thoughts um, for if you want to feud at a high level. So we're not just talking about the basics now. We're talking about really ramping it up. He says, well, first and foremost, run as high of a roster as you comfortably can and get the line bonuses when you can. So to your point comfortably can means if you're putting in six-star bronze and you max every six-star bronze slot, you might get matched with six-star silvers. And if you can't beat six-star silvers with your roster, that's not comfortable, right? But if you've got like a one or two six-star silvers, if you've got a few, if you've got somebody that's an ace in the hole, like my hall of fame, triple H, like a William Regal, like a solo, you know, whoever, you know, there's several characters that you know you can whoop anybody with uh showboat undertaker showboat carmelo you know there's a number of them um then you're fine right but be comfortable with it don't put in all six stars and then be surprised when you're hitting six silvers and if you're putting in six silvers just make sure that you have at least one character in there that can beat everybody right everybody so that's first thoughts there before we move on is is uh we're still on his initial thoughts not his numbered thoughts
0: no, I mean, I think, I, gosh, I trust this info uh, because the results are there. So really, tune in yeah. close. Don't discredit anything that Lee's saying right now from our source that consistently is putting up, you know, over five hundred million in feuds. Like this That's is right. really turn your ear, incline your ear stuff. to listen. Oh man, <laughs> yeah.
1: So here's his intro paragraph. the The second part of it is the second is speed. You want to be able to get out of matches quickly. And there are a few things that can help you with that. So now we're on his numbered pieces. Number one, make sure you have the appropriate MP trainers so your entire feud roster is set up to go turn one. Having to switch trainers before the match wastes a ton of time and sets you back. So this is a preparation thought.
0: That's me. (laughs) I probably spend more time switching trainers than I do in the feud, like... Crap! (laughs) So I'm taking notes here. Please just just know (laughs) that the I think the audience is all going like, "Oh no, I do this. This is what I do. This is how I play the game."
1: Crap! Yeah, and this could be the difference in millions of war score. You know, literally. So number two, know the characters in game, even if you don't have them. Knowing Mm. what you're going against can help prevent getting surprised by stun locks subs and etc so here's a good example on the reverse i've started using my terry funk now i have finally got him six star and uh if you've heard me say it before you'll hear me say it again i don't consider characters basically usable until they're at least six star and i'm getting to where i don't really use them unless they're six silver and that's just me that's just a quirk i have as a three on the enneagram whatever it is but i finally start using terry funk right and I'm going up against somebody and they make trap gems. Terry Funk is the trap gem killer. Kind of like how Bob Orton is the powerhouse killer. And it wasn't KO, but it was somebody else. Or maybe, no, maybe it was KO uh, that I wasn't thinking about. I just matched them up and I'm like, boom, I'm going to go in there. They throw out their trap gems, and Terry Funk not only takes their trap gems from them, but also takes their turns so that I then get an immediate turn. And suddenly I'm whooping on them. Now, Put that in reverse, famously, Rusty. Your strongest character is powerhouse KO six silver with all the tricks. Yeah, and you go in there and you're like, "I'm gonna whoop this Terry Funk," and you put down your traps, and all of a sudden, your most powerful part of your character is gone.
0: Yeah, I hide from Terry Funk. I I avoid him. I die. I'm dodging and weaving the Terry Funk for sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So knowing the character, so I don't have KO. Uh, So I wasn't thinking about him being a trap gym guy, uh, but I just happened to use the advantage of Terry Funk without even realizing it. And now going into feuds, if I put Terry Funk in my roster, if I see a KO, I just smile and go, (laughs) see ya, see ya. It's
0: kind of cool, though, if you don't have him. Right. And so then you can just slaughter him like, like, you know, retribution.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not Mustafa Ali's group. Uh yeah. One anyway. guy
0: that I one guy legit that I am we said this earlier, but like Hall of Fame Triple H is yeah. scary business for me. Um, because if he's not yellow gym blowout, he's yep. sub lock blowout. And like you just don't get any MP right. for the match. Right. You just don't. Yep. There's no MP coming your way. So if you're <laughs> Ghostbuster Cena, cool. If you're not. Yeah run for the hills
1: (laughs) right yeah well in this last feud i even though my apollo doesn't have the piper plate i i threw my six silver apollo with triple blue into my feud didn't use him a single time but i knew that my opponents were going to curse my name because if you don't kill him turn one he just locks you into this loop where you just don't end up damaging him enough and you could literally spend 20 minutes just trying to fight that apollo so know the characters. Right. L.A. Knight's no, like that too. Yeah,
0: uh, like I was like I was Judgment Day Balor trying to take on L.A. Knight. And it's like <laughs> this is this reminds me of the three star meta of dueling Eddie Guerrero's, <laughs> right?
1: Just, over no. and over for yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. His third point here: run with someone that is a faction mate who can keep pace with you and have great communication. The second part of that is imperative. Both you and your partner will benefit from getting in and out of brawls as quickly as possible, and good communication can make that easier to achieve. So here's my thoughts on this one, and then I've got his last thoughts, is um, prior to this last several runs, this last few runs of Feud... I didn't I just pair up with whoever because, you know, especially in a sub 100 faction, not everybody was feuding. So it was like, get in there, get going. Um, And as I got better at the game now, there's certainly times I've been the problem with this. Uh, It's me. Hi. But um, there were times where I would sit there and I would have killed my entire lineup within about 10 minutes. And then my partner takes the full 30 Now I am one. I know I just, I I just made some people's hair on the back of their neck go up and their faces got red because that is for for them. I will say, I don't think you should get mad at somebody for taking their full feud time. I get that's not a top faction comment. I get that higher level players are going, yes, you do. If they're not done in five minutes, you, you murder them. You get them out of your faction, you do whatever. Um, But but the reality is sometimes people just get stuck. Like, you know, like we said in LA night, whatever, maybe you get one match where it just doesn't go your way for some reason, and you're sitting there for 10 or 15 minutes. I don't get mad at that. However, I am starting to appreciate in these higher level feuds with a higher level faction now, the idea of being done in 10 minutes. Ten to 15 right. minutes is what your goal post usually is. Like you get it done. You move on, right? And so even though there's a 30 minute timer, if you can get in and out in a third of that time, that means in the time that somebody else is getting one set of feud done, you've got two to three sets of feud done. You are using your same amount of time more efficiently again. I think
0: somebody thoughts. on I think somebody on the development team listened to our episode where I talked about <laughs> the hilarity of long feuds and uh using my acro eddie and how like like because this past weekend who should i find myself in the lobby with none other than old lee over here (laughs) right and who is the css that day eddie guerrero and so sure (sighs) enough Lee finished his line so fast, and I'm screenshotting yep. me in a match of Eddie Acro Eddie versus Acro Eddie.
1: You should have used Hall <laughs> of Fame, by the way. But yeah, I was
0: yes. dying. I was like, "This is my chance! I can bring oh. back from the dead the old Eddie Guerrero. He's back! He's he's terrible! He's terrible! Oh. He's so long!" And then Lee is the person who had to suffer and watch me. Send right. him screenshots of the match that I was in that was taking forever while he sat right. in the lobby twiddling his thumbs. So, so there's somebody yep. out there. But Scoy's like, man, right. we gotta get this guy. I we gotta
1: can't get-. it. Yeah. right? <laughs> All right. Last thoughts of BDC, and then we'll close out with some of our own thoughts here. Uh, but he says the most important part, and I know it sounds cheesy, is have fun. At the end of the day, it's a game. Getting stressed out or uptight can cause you to make mistakes. Mm. Just have fun with it and try to run with people who have the same mindsets. Mistakes happen and becoming overwhelmed will set you back. If a mistake happens, just see what you can do to correct it. And once you do move on to the next match and forget it. So those are the thoughts and tips from one of the higher level players in the feud game 500 million plus every time you know he's he's in the conversation for that top echelon right and this is what he's telling the community to pay attention to so go back rewind this episode if you missed it listen to those again because i think there's some there's some money in that like time is money right and uh, he just saved you a lot of time on your weekend every other week so there you go
0: Let me add one note. I I think I had an intelligent thought after we moved on from it is this, I try to um, abide by those guidelines, uh, certainly. Um, One thing on point two about finding someone uh, to to be a consistent feud partner with all throughout the feud. I think um, if you're out there and you're wondering, well, how do I, what parameters should I be using to evaluate who should be my feud partner? I'll say this. I have had the most success. Now I'm feuding with a lot higher scores with promoters, 80 to a hundred million range now, um, but still not. And and a lot of times I can't feud on, on Sundays, basically. Right. I can't. The score I get is usually minus Sunday. Um, I'll say that. But the window that works for me is about a 20 K swing Either higher or lower as my feud mate. So if I'm running a hundred hundred K talent uh feud lineup, I'm looking for someone in the 80 to 120k window. Yep. And that yep. that because then we won't we'll be matched up. We'll get opponents that we can handle, right? right? And and both of us, regardless of maybe Lee's running, you know, and there are exceptions. Maybe he's running 150k talent roster yeah. and like, and I'm, and I'm running a hundred K and like, there might be one or two, I have to say, tag, clean up, yeah. clean up aisle two. I can't handle this guy. Right. But right. what that does, if we've got communication, he knows that he's going to get some bonus points from old rusty. If that, if I'm moving yeah. too slow and he's got to clean it up, like at least he's getting the reward, at least he's getting the payout yeah. of additional of my line as well versus just torture of watching me Eddie Guerrero on and on and on and doing nothing. So, but I think, I think that's, yeah, like I said, 20 K swing higher or lower seems very fair. You can probably gamble and go with a 50 K swing if you're competent and if you know your partner and if you're communicating.
1: Agreed. And I, I think that's kind of the last thing I wanted to end on anyway. So you're right in this. So, Let's talk CSS because every feud there's CSS, and they're usually characters that most people haven't built up. Sometimes they have, but there's at least a few in there that, you know, JBL was in the last one. If you don't have a, a top tier JBL, you're struggling. So if you build a 150 to 250K feud lineup and then throw in your 8K JBL, you're probably going to run into guys who are only six star silver, and your JBL is just sitting there as fodder. So mm-hmm. when you're matching up, talk to somebody we were talking bdc said communication right get on your discord man if you if you feel comfortable enough sharing cell phones get on a phone call or whatever um if you both run a minimal roster i'm talking 50k or less with your css you're both going to theoretically be matched up with people who are running those and you can wipe out your css quick yeah i was going to ask that that. helps a lot
0: do you try to do you try to compound all those css into one Or two feuds. Like, do you try to get um I mean, are you running super low talent altogether? And are you pacing with a partner that's doing the same?
1: I haven't been, but I need to start because that's been my this is this is from my pain, not from my progress. Um, I, I would say that I tend to mix in my CSS with my high level characters and just hope that the other person has done the same. And it works out about 15 20 percent of the time right usually i'm facing all six star silvers and yeah. and for where i'm at i want to face six star silvers that's where the that's where the biggest bonus points are because you get points per damage done and triple h is doing 20 million bronze doing 20 million uh i'm going to put a video out on tatanka with the plate i just got where he's going to be doing 20 million turn one you know so you're getting a wow. lot of points for that so sounds legit now oh yeah well he you'll was, see it you'll see well they
0: were i would say this the community was kind of low on tatanka when he was like the chase um, right. but i think they, i think they got it wrong um yeah at least I think the game amazing. has supported that superstar that poster right and now the game warrants a different look at tatanka i think right absolutely
1: well and it's it's the argument we go back to all the time you got to have the right tips and tricks you got to have the right medals blah blah, blah. so i'm I'm sitting with uh, no Fury 2 on him yet, but, but Fury 1, I do have a strap that has bonus for gem damage. But the biggest trick is I got the core Jade plate from this last feud, and it mm-hmm. buffs 100% red gem damage. He does multiplies that are red from countdowns, and that all plays together. And then I put my, um, oh, my Sheriff's Badge. So I was going to put my Sheriff's Badge on Butch. I've officially abandoned Butch for, for that project. So now talk dropping. You additional you pulled a Ridge family.
0: Holland because uh, do you know? Yeah. Are you aware of this? In WWTV, Ridge walked out on Butch the other night in a match. Oh. So so oh, in didn't. a tag match, in a tag match, Butch is in ring and Ridge just drops down off the apron and like wow. does like the forget about you and starts walking down the runway. Uh backsta- and Butch is like, what? what is
1: this? Yeah, and like, gotcha
0: part of like legit part of me was like, is this story or is this, or is this like real? Like, is this, mm. is this what's happening? Like, are they really going to separate the brutes? And what sense does that even make? And it, and if right. it, it is, and maybe this is, maybe this is time to head into TV. but yeah, give me time. one, one minute yeah, yeah.
1: to finish what I was on. Then we will. Absolutely. So all that to
0: say, yeah, the, 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 the abandonment of Butch, uh, is something that is now very visible in the WWE universe, and uh, I hope where it goes. I, that too. I hope where it goes is that um, he just goes absent for a while and comes back as as Pete Dunne. Like I just hope he's yeah. Like we we too. scrapped this whole as hitman idea, <laughs> and now we have two right. like legitimate guys on their own that we can work with.
1: Right, well, Butch is the Marty Jannetty of that group, but no, no, I'm no, sorry. No, what? Okay, thank Mar- you. Mar- right, I was Holland like, no,
0: what? No, wait a second. No. Yeah, no,
1: no. Pete yeah, Dunn is Butch Shawn is Butch yes.
0: can be he uh, Pete Dunn. He can be in so he's so versatile. He can be in so many right. different. He can be in a tag. He can tell yeah. story well. He can be a yeah. heel. He's a great small superstar that can do a lot Absolutely. of things. Like a Gargano and like a Ciampa. Yeah. Like I love those guys. So anyway. right.
1: Okay. So finishing up the feud conversation, here's the last thing I, I want to say with it is uh, manage your roster to CSS. So if you're going to do your CSS first, because some people like doing that, run a small roster, but make sure you run with somebody else who's running a small roster so that you encounter three-star, four-star, and low five-stars. Get your CSS done. Go. Um, if you want to risk it, you can combine them together. But from my experience, that tends to be a bigger challenge and then run your highest roster possible. So either start with CSS or in with CSS, it doesn't matter. But do your low level CSS with a low level, you know, roster like a nerfed setup and run with someone who's also equal. Because if you go in with someone who's got a 250K roster and you're coming in with an 18K roster, chances are you're still going to mostly see six and six silvers. Um, The other piece I would say with that is to the community, I know this is going to go against the top factions in terms of their plans and plays. What I like to do just to be kind is once I finish my CSS out and I don't need those spots anymore – I put a lower character in at least one spot so that if I do run across someone who's running a mixed setup, they can get their CSS points. I, I know that that's not competitive, but but it is kind. So, so that's my thought is if you're willing to help the community, just run one Nia Jax or one, you know, uh what's his name uh mr paul orndorff, paul orndorff, paul orndorff, orndorff. We both said it. Killed. we <laughs> both thought it yay the three <laughs> count we do the thing anyway he's uh, terrible yeah and help each other out so rusty transition us
0: well uh for those of you who only tune in for this part of the show this is where we talk about what's happening in the wwe tv universe both raw smackdown nxt and the premium live events lee last saturday was Survivor series, and we saw yeah. three huge returns. First, uh was um run killings. Uh Truth is back. The return of our Truth, the 48-time 24/7 champion. Uh, the second was Randy Orton came back yeah. during the war games match, and the war third games. war games in the third. With no a lot of speculation, with no credibility behind the rumors, we thought CM Punk is back in the WWE universe. Three huge oh. returns. Which of those returns will have the biggest impact? Which <laughs> will get the most TV time? Which will you care about and you're excited to see?
1: Clearly, our truth. I mean, uh, absolutely. No, I mean, I, I joke, but the the comedy. I know Wrestle Talk. Uh, Pete Quinell downplayed it in his review of Raw, but the comedy segment with our truth I was like, I'm glad this is back. Like yep. this is the yep. worst kind of dad jokes, but because they lean into the fact that it's so bad, it's yep. so good. He was looking for like, Jelly Roll
0: and like the, yeah. like the country singer Damn, Jelly, Jelly Roll Bell. was there. Yeah. But by the way, in that match later in the night, Jelly Roll pushed the soul out of Dominic Mysterio. He shoved him yeah. so hard I thought Dominic's spirit left his body, like in a ghost movie. Like it was incredible awesome. to see that. Um, yep. No, you know, clearly
1: re- the answer is CM Punk, though. I mean, I I know I, I, it's it's funny because, and I'm not I'm not like building myself up on this or whatever, but I just thought it was so clear that if CM Punk did not come back, I legitimately was texting my buddy Graham Kelly and I told him like, if CM Punk doesn't come back, I guarantee Chicago will burn that building to the ground. Like what I a- just. I was so convinced (laughs) of it. And then I saw... Remember the posters? If Cena wins, we
0: riot. Remember that old poster? If Cena wins, we riot. That's why I thought, if Orton is the lone return, we riot. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would have been fine. It would have been fine. I mean, Orton's amazing. Like, And that RKO, let's just call it out. That was one of the best RKOs I've ever seen in my life.
0: Incredible timing. Off the top of the cage, they threw McDonough La- no, 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 and he, no, no. he swan dove into Randy Orton's arms and received an RKO that was... I mean, out of nowhere, but really, it was right. unprecedented. I don't think that yes. had ever been done a cut. And that's a dangerous move, to grab somebody's oh, yeah. neck midair. When they're
1: falling 15 feet. Yeah. And try
0: to safely land them under your arms. Bam. Yeah. You yeah, know, the neck gone brace gone so the next wrong. night. And I thought, <laughs> maybe that's real. Maybe he really <laughs> earned that neck brace last night. I don't think it was,
1: but but yeah, but then okay, so let's talk. I mean, obviously, it's it's Randy Orton. Uh, so if Punk is is back, what do they do
0: with Punk Lee? What do they put him in? Who do they put him in a program with?
1: Oh well, that that part's easy. But let me just go first with: Imagine what it's like to be Randy Orton right now. You've been out for eighteen months. You're one of the greatest of all time, even though I find him mostly boring. Um, But you're one of the greatest of all time, and CM Punk showing up in street clothes at the top of the ramp and waving. Is all anybody wants to talk about that RKO is going to be in the highlight reel for the rest of his career and beyond. And yet, what really gets talked about is CM mm-hmm. Punk stood and went, "Hey, all, how you doing?" Wait, so time.
0: the next, so the next uh, this week on Raw, Mommy Rhea Ripley came out and used that angle in her promo, and she told yep. Randy Jeez. Orton, "Imagine getting upstaged by CM right. Punk after two years in right. you return." And she tried to use that as an angle of like. Are you with us or are you against us? Like, right. are you a free agent? Do you want to join the Judgment Day, or right. or are you now our enemy? Like, we're gonna attack yep. you if you're not interested. Um, yep. Which was pretty brilliant writing, I think, I to so. actually call it out. Yeah,
1: yeah. You think? Yeah, Punk... I think they're leaning into it big. Yeah.
0: Is Punk headed to the to the heel side or to the face side of things?
1: Well, they played it really nice because he did the whole. I know it sounds cheesy, guys, but i'm home like it's it's when the rock came back after seven years but this is almost parallel in a lot of ways you know cm punk maybe doesn't have as much cred as the rock but in the wrestling world he strangely does uh but the rock came back after seven years and you remember is finally the rock has come back dramatic pause home and cm punk like echoed that that statement like not as much panache with it as rock had as dwayne the rock johnson had but i'm home right and uh and it hit right. That was a baby face moment. He said, a- "AJ's fine. She says hi." Right, like teasing that AJ Lee maybe would come back. April Are we going to see her might rejoin? You think we'll see? Yeah, her? I think so. I mean, I think that's part of this. I think this is like, I I don't know mm. if she wants to come back, but I I can't imagine that she wouldn't want a run. She was out of her era. She was an amazing wrestler when all they cared about was divas, and now. Oh she would fit so much better like if she came back now and could still go at a high level she would be in her element they would be equals to her as opposed pretty to her pretty sure just Cora Jade is best.
0: using her so. um her exact character already <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think kinda. so i think Cora Jade is AJ Lee and i think on the on the on the competition's brand i think sky blue is doing the same thing so anyway yeah. basically girl with a backwards hat you know or maybe right. it's, Maybe it's a continuation of Nikki Bella, you know, high socks. It's all Nikki. It's just Nikki into AJ, into Cora. Yeah. So. Well, Nikki, mm. I
1: mean, like, AJ was kind of like goth punk, right? And Nikki was like, I'm the pretty girl who's pretending that I'm kind of punk-like, you know? It was like, it's because it's popular, so that's why I'm punk. But gross. she was like, no, I, I that's am a gross. punk. And I married a punk. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> so, uh. Uh, but I think AJ comes back. But then at the end of the promo, uh, Phil uh, famously said, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. That comment did two things. One, it set up a possible heel move right away, right? I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. So he is Hollywood CM Punk. That's the, that's the NWO play. Here's the click play. What, what did Scott Hall famously say? I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. That was his calling card for the click, which famously ran wrestling. So right in that moment, CM Punk positioned himself as the next Hollywood Hogan, which he is controversial enough to match that. And he positioned himself as maybe that was a shot towards Triple H, not in a bad way, but like a Triple H and I are now the authority here, right? Like maybe we're in line. I didn't yeah, see that so angle that at all. That's wonders. fascinating. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I, 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 I thought he was going uh, to reintroduce the million dollar championship belt, you know, and he was going to wear it.
1: <laughs> <The> million <laughs> dollar be- Phil, where's the million dollar belt? <laughs> One bill, Phil. <laughs> could you, could
0: you, uh, oh, do man. you see, do you see any possibility of CM Punk becoming the leader of the Judgment Day? Like, is that lame? Is that, is that not, I mean, is he even going to be Maybe. on the same show? That's another question is like, he yeah, he's going to be on Raw. Heading to, is it Raw mm-hmm. only? And yeah. is it, is Raw the show Maybe they're still shopping and they're looking a, for a buyer for?
1: Is yes, that it? Let me hit that because that's so this is the play and this is where I think the real world is almost even more interesting than the soap opera with men in tights. Um, so famously, CM Punk called himself One Bill Phil, Billion Dollar Phil. The relation to that comment was that the head of Warner Brothers Discovery and I can't remember his name right now, so forgive me or drop it in the comments section. Sure. The head of Warner Brothers Discovery was considering, is considering doing a big deal with AEW specifically because Phil or CM Punk is worth a billion dollars to them. That's the one person what? that they were doing that for. Now, there are already rumors that Warner Brothers Discovery are in talks through CM Punk to make a deal for wwe raw and aew will be dropped
0: <laughs> you mean dropped as in
1: uh, uh they won't just... be considered okay okay yeah, they, they wouldn't be on there because their warner brothers discovery is who their deal is through so they would have to find a, a new deal they would lose their contract because wwe famously has clauses in their contract that if we're on your network you cannot contain any other programming that is right. sports entertainment wrestling right. related so phil Oh. One Bill Phil, CM Punk might have actually just nail in the coffin the AEW with one move. Because if this is true, that the head of WB Discovery, Warner Brothers Discovery, is so convinced that he's one Bill Phil, he could theoretically now go, yes, we now want Raw because that's where you are. We'll sign a multi-billion dollar deal for Raw wow. and we will drop AEW off of our programming. Wow, would that change the industry. CM Punk literally could have just changed the industry forever with one move showing up on Raw. Yeah, that's
0: a lot to think about. Um, I hadn't read any. It, it, this is the first time I'm hearing it. So, so wow, <laughs> your face um, said
1: everything. Well, because really, I, because like, I, that, I guess oh.
0: my, you know, my my mind is always working, kind of like in right. story. Like, how are they going to use him? Is he going to be good or bad? Right. Is he going to? Is he going to uh, slow down Cody's momentum? Is he going to somehow yeah. cut in line? And so like yeah. now, basically as a Cody Rhodes, you know, Mark, <laughs> I'm over here thinking like, Oh no, oh no. What, if they, what if they, what if they give punk Cody's opportunities, you know? Right.
1: <laughs> and I don't yeah. want that, but he can, he's, he's going to face Seth Rollins in the main event of night one I'm calling. I've, I've, I called what's CM that? Punk coming back. I'm going to call back night one of WrestleMania. Oh, CM okay. Punk versus Seth Rollins for the world, uh, consolation weight prize. You think, so you night think Rollins is, is going to hold
0: that title all the way till mania in May? I do now.
1: March. Wow. I do now. Yeah. I mean, even if it's not, but I, I mean, I can't imagine them not wanting that for the book. I mean, think about, they literally delayed Cody Rhodes, story for a year, just so Roman could hit some imaginary numbers. Right. So why wouldn't they, delay seth rollins another few months to well seth, uh, and,
0: and, and gosh and cody had some injuries cody had some <clears throat> some you know obviously setbacks with the torn pack and all that right and and we didn't see him uh for months right after
1: which is why that would have been so good for him to win at last wrestlemania but whatever night two is going to be roman cody night one's going to be seth versus cm punk i'm calling those main events right now and i'm sticking to them
0: i would love to see i would love to see punk have the title before mania come into mania yeah. with the title and Still cena and cena oh beat him to break the you know the championship record right? that he's just been stagnant at forever mm. and he'll edge out rick flair and take right. that as truly as the greatest of all time like i like that That'd would be, be so like <laughs> but for that to happen and for that to be, be credible and enjoyable they would have to make punk the most outrageous heel and mm. cena was finally coming back to make things right his come up right. to quelch this this yeah. guy that's out of control right like like right. let him run amok. Let punk be the Tasmanian devil and just ruin <laughs> everything for everyone. Nice. Um, and then let Cena be, you know, kind of the real American hero, that the that right. babyface, the greatest babyface the company wow. has ever had. Um Against and to finally put that evil down. It right. is problem solved. And now Cena retires appropriately, adequately. And then they can go Haven't into done it all, yeah, yeah. And now Cena puts the belt, lays the belt down in the ring. The next night on Raw, right. starts a new King of the Ring tournament, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, you something this. Fun, I like something this fun. Booking. Make it, it fun, fun and make Punk yeah. be what he is. He's a bad right. guy. He's not a he's, a he's not a good guy.
1: Figure yeah. he's a
0: bad, he's a heel. He's, he's likable as a heel. He's the heel yeah. we want. He's the heel That's we right. need. He's the anti-hero. Just lean
1: into it. Yeah. yeah. Just be a heel, dude. So for me, this, and I know I said it a minute ago, but this is this is deep. Like if you think about it, this is CM Punk becoming Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And famously, CM Punk called Hulk Hogan the worst backstage politicker, the the cancer, the blah blah blah. And now everybody's calling those same words to him. And so this is his Hollywood Hogan moment where he just comes out and he says, I embrace this, right? Right. I am a force of chaos. I am the bad guy. I am, you know, he uses those early NWO programs, right? That the way that they kind of brought in, I am the best this industry's ever seen. You call me a cancer. Well, I'll be a cancer. Watch me. I've become what I hated. I've become Hollywood, you know, I mean, he's not going to, He's not going to refer to Hulk Hogan, but that same pathway, right? And he is Hollywood CM Punk in in essence, right? What and if then he is spray the bad guy.
0: painted Rollins heavyweight title with CMP yeah. over it? Or the like, X,
1: like he yeah. has the AEW yeah. title. Oh, the X. He still has the AEW, uh, whatever, the one that he had with the X on it. He still has that. But like technically, they could do a Ric Flair moment where he comes out and says, This is the real the real title right now, the real world's champion
0: that's insane they i would love it.
1: it they're not i that would love w- it LA, but.
0: but i i don't think but, <clears throat> triple h is probably calculating what's best for business and and he wants yeah. things to be amicable and he has relations on some level with the con family and so i just i mean gosh that would be incredible though yeah but like it would McMahon be man hated Billionaire Ted, like he hated oh, yeah. Turner. And oh, so yeah. I don't this think that part level two. of animosity is there. I don't. I just don't think it's there. I mean, it'd be great if it was, but I, I don't think it is.
1: I mean, he calls, he's called it a, a pissant company before when like Billy Gunn was, uh, when they brought him in for that one special uh, DX reunion hall of fame, whatever it was. Oh, and, yeah. and he said, Oh, you're from that pissant company over there. Right. Ooh. So like, he's, he's, he's taken shots before. And certainly let us not uh, mistake the fact that behind the scenes, allegedly, there's been contract tampering. They've been calling up guys. And WrestleTalk just did a special this week. You can find it on WrestleTalk.com and on their YouTube channel where they've talked about now that CM Punk has shifted over. Cody was already there. They're seeing how big this is getting. Uh, there are legitimately people who are saying like, "I just want to be done with AEW." Right? We don't know who speculation running wild, but certainly FTR, you know, Miro, Malachi Black, Andrade, like all these guys that got pushed off onto the Collision Show. They want to come Punk,
0: back. They want to come, come
1: back. Yeah, and and there's reason to believe that because they are now ex AEW. Triple H will go look what we do with your roster. Cody's in the world Championship. What if scene, that's CM the Punk's faction? In the world what if that
0: CM Punk's NWO collision? type faction? They call oh, just the, the guys that come back. What oh, about yeah. the guys, the outsiders?
1: CMFTR, if you yeah. will.
0: That would be incredible. If
1: I, I would take that,
0: Alistair Black was featured prominently again. Yeah. Um, Rusev a, Day. Oh, man. Like, yeah. bring it all
1: back. Bring it all back. Andrade, you know, he's married to Charlotte Flair in real life. You know yeah. he wants back.
0: Andrade's the one that I'm least excited about only because Santos yes. Escobar is the yes. new Andrade and doing exactly <laughs> yeah. what Andrade would be doing if he was still in the program.
1: Right, no, but I love this. Like, even if they just if they just flat went with the name NWO, I know that's lack of creative or whatever. Collision, I think, would be hilarious. I think they'd get sued, but whatever. But yeah, if you had CM Punk, FTR, Andrade, Miro, uh, and Alistair Black, and they are the new like NWO style faction. Let, I mean, let
0: me re- let me remind you of the last time CM Punk was in the WWE. Yeah, he brought up three enforcers. Known as okay. the CM oh, Punk, right. called up right for his, yep. his hitman were Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. Yeah, John Moxley. Those John were the three NXT call ups that dealt yep. with Cena and put him through tables, right? And they were Punk's hitmen. How yep. incredible! Would it be to see Punk's hitmen out of nowhere come and ransack, take the WWE by storm the way The Shield did? And it'd be yeah. Alistair Black, Rusev, I mean, maybe maybe they... F-T-R. Do they keep their names? Do they just keep...
1: Well, they get their keep, original back. Or no, right now would, they're would they want, Malachi. And, oh, would I you think.
0: want Rusev? Would you want the Bulgarian Brute back? Or would you want who he really is just to be his real name i don't know what what,
1: yeah i don't know i don't don't know know how trademark works on that i mean john cena is a trademark of wwe literally his name is owned by wwe so there's no telling if miro that's his real name is owned by tony khan now i would what if they show up in black
0: cargo pants and swat team gear yeah what if they're called the shield shield. what if they're just called the shield
1: the shield and they come against Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns
0: and just like beat that would their be living oh, just the fire out of them and throw them through tables. That would be awesome. Come on, somebody out there and creative has got to be hearing this or thinking these things. Last time Punk, you know, he brought back this faction that took the whole basically the entire company hostage because of right. how dominant they were. Let's do it again. nwo
1: shield led by punk i i am in and i think this could be billion dollar television so congratulations on getting your deal with warner brothers discovery bankrupting aew just by bringing over cm punk
0: no doubt it's
1: crazy it's crazy
0: if you use any of these ideas wwe i just would ask that you would send me a men's 3xl t-shirt so that i could support what you're doing (laughs) one
1: t-shirt <laughs> that's all that's I require one
0: t-shirt one t wow. and I'm good that's I'm good I don't need it I
1: don't need that's the official that's on record right now as soon I don't as need this millions live, of dollars
0: I do this as a hobby I do it for the love of the game you know
1: oh um... Well, bud, that uh, is—that's a little low of a score, a little bit of a price. Well, everybody's got a price, and it's one three XL T-shirt. I, I think maybe
0: even a four X, I can sleep in it, be like my cozy (laughs) shirt, you know.
1: (laughs) Why don't you take us out, Lee? I'm gonna mute. That's right. (laughs) I've said it all. Uh, you, you know our crazy booking ideas aside I just want to say I officially love everybody in this community you guys are awesome go smash gyms together watch wrestling enjoy ourselves because this is a fun community with an amazingly weird thing to bond around and we'll see you next time